Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, this afternoon, I'm doing another throwback with another pack of footy cards. We're not going too far back in time, though. We're only going back to 2020, so just last year. So, obviously, a lot of these guys are going to be really relevant. I mean, during you you, you got to remember these cards, they're printed at the start of 2020. Actually, this is an elite pack. So, if you're not a big um, follower of footy cards and you don't collect yourself, there's a normal set of footy cards that comes out at the start of the beach season. Then there's the elite set, which normally come out around the August sort of mark. And these, these ones are a little bit more expensive, bit of a higher grade sort of card. They're really nice, really clean. And there's a lot more big hits that you can get out of them. And these are the really expensive cards. So... You know, some of these cards you can turn over for a few hundred dollars. I've managed to turn over a few good ones this season. It's been really good. I've probably got more big ones out of the normal traders, to be honest with you, during COVID. Uh, being a teacher, I had a lot of spare time. So I sort of got right into footy cards that sort of distract myself a little bit. And then the elites came, and they really are quite expensive, but they are really nice cards. So if you are a keen card collector, they are sensational. So this pack is from 2020. Let's open her up. It's obviously not a heap of history to go in with these guys because they are, most of them, well, I assume nearly all of them would still be playing, but I'll just give a quick analysis on each of them. Our first card from the Brisbane Broncos, Jermaine Asako. Now, Jermaine Asako obviously burst onto the scene a couple of years ago, and, geez, didn't he look sensational when he first came on? I mean, he was a couldn't miss. A guy I've got a lot of time for when I first started my page as the super coach guru. That was his first season. Uh, sent him, <clears throat> sorry, sent, sent him a message when I had, like, 200 followers maybe he replied straight away he even made a video for me which was really awesome um 
just saying, hey guys, Jermaine Osaka from the Brisbane Broncos, follow the Supercoach Guru, which was fantastic, you know, for a small page like mine, it really helped out to grow my page, so a lot of time for him, a champion bloke, really strong running game, um, I think fullback is his position, he's been stuck on the wing for a while, his form has been a bit up and down, but I think fullback is his spot, uh, he's got a great uh, goal-kicking um, style, so he just, he strikes him like a four-iron, he can really hit him, Jermaine Osaka, so hopefully we see the very best out of him again in 2021, I think it was 2018 that he really burst on the scene, maybe 19, but he was just sensational that year, and we didn't quite see it, he's had a pretty tough time last year, I think his father passed away at the end of last year during COVID, and he was in New Zealand, so really tough gig there for Jermaine, but I think we'll see a lot better footy out of him next year. Our next man is Will Hopawate, obviously the son of John Hopawate out of the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, Will Hopawate, one of just, he's just so gifted, isn't he? I mean, he makes everything look so easy. I remember when he burst onto the scene with Manly, uh, was in that 2011 grand final, and he was sensational in that game. He played Origin that year, scored a cracking try off that floating Mitchell Pearce pass. Um, and then went on his Mormon mission, signed with Parramatta two years in advance. That's how good this kid was. He's now arrived at Canterbury, and they keep sort of playing him at centre. I think fullback is his position. I'd be playing him at fullback now until Corey Allen or Avarillo's ready to wear the one. Um, he's definitely their best player for me by far and away. He's a really talented guy, really flies under the radar. Sort of doesn't come up with the same stats as your Tedesco's and your Turbo's, but he's impacting games. It, it really is great. You know, in a team where he really doesn't have much to work with, he's always had young halves. Outside of when Kieran Foran's playing, and when Foran was playing, you saw the absolute best out of Hopper. Really like him. Our next man is Scotty Drinkwater, another one out of the Melbourne Storm system. Uh, was there, what was he, probably their 82nd choice fullback a couple of years ago behind Slater, Hughes, Munster, the, you know, the whole show. He went up to North Queensland. He's done really well up there. I've been really impressed. I think last year without Michael Morgan would have been a bit of a shock for him, but I think that experience, I think it's going to pay dividends over the next few years. Personally, I still think he's a fullback. I don't think he's a 5'8", but with Val Holmes up there and the amount of money they're paying him, I'm not sure if he's going to get a gig. But Drinkwater, a guy with a big future, a guy I really like. I think the North Queensland Cowboys will be keeping him there for quite some time. Our next man, Nathan Peets from the Gold Coast Titans, of course, doesn't have a club now. He's looking for a... You know, I said at the start, all these guys will still be playing. Of course, Peetsy doesn't have a club. I'm not sure if it means he has to go to England. He's got a young family. He's really popular with all the boys over here. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sure you most of all, all of you would have seen on social media a few weeks ago that they were doing a fridge-to-fridge and Pizzi got done an absolute special coming off his bicycle on the concrete. It would have really stung. Um, just a champion fellow that everyone seems to love. I mean, he only ended up at the Titans because of Parramatta's salary cap issues. Uh, obviously, son of Geordie Peets, uh, you know, really talented footballer that came through at South Sydney in the, what, 80s, 90s. Um, just a tough little hombre. I think people forget. You know, he, he was playing for New South Wales, would it have been 2014? Uh, probably 15, 16, around that mark. So he can play. He's been around a few clubs. He's been unlucky. I mean, he got shafted from South Sydney. He got shafted from Parramatta. He's landed on the Gold Coast. He's been through a lot of coaches up there, and it you know probably hasn't been the best thing for him, realistically. Now you've got Mitch Rain up there as well, which really put a dagger through him. And now you've got guys like Tana Boyd and stuff coming through, and it looks like... You know, the music stops and poor old Nathan Peets doesn't have a chair, unfortunately. But I think there's a lot of teams in the NRL that could really do with a upgrade in hooker, and I think Peets would be an upgrade for a lot of clubs. Uh, the next man is St. George Warriors front rower, Paul Vaughan, the Italian stallion. Obviously played State of Origin a couple of years ago. I remember when he left Canberra, 
Wasn't really getting first grade games in Canberra, and I couldn't understand why. And I sort of, you know, I said to my mates at the time, "Fuck this! This guy could play Origin." And they all sort of went, "Oh, not of the Dragons, not a hope in hell." Bah bah bah. He managed to overcome that. He has played Origin now. He's played for the Kangaroos. Twenty twenty was not his best season, far from his best footy that we've seen. But Paul Vaughan, he's still got plenty more to offer. I really like him as a front rower. One of those real explosive talents has a really good offload. Has a little bit of ball playing in him. It's improved over the years, but. Just a hard body to handle. He seems to be a fantastic locker room guy, too. They all seem to love him. He seems to be hilarious, Paul Vaughan. Uh, our parallel for this pack, so you get one parallel in each pack. This is Corey Horsburgh from the Canberra Raiders, of course. 2020 finished with a Liz Frank injury at Bankwest Stadium. I can't remember who they were playing, but, of course, he came out. I uh, playing the Parramatta, actually, because he had that little sting with Ryan Madison from memory. Uh, came off the field in tears, in pain, with passion. And a lot of people bag Corey Horsburgh, and... Mate, that told me all I needed to know about him. I mean, you all want to sit there and tell me that, you know, Darius Boyd and these Brisbane Broncos have got no passion for our game. Mate, a guy like him shows you raw passion and everyone bags him. Like, it's a really hard, hard balance to get right. But Corey Hillsborough, I think he would have made his origin debut this year if he wasn't injured. I think he would have made his origin debut even if there wasn't all the injuries. I think he was destined to play State of Origin. I think he still is. I think you'll see him make his debut in 21. I think he'll force his way in. Um... He's a guy that probably got more experience. One of these guys I talk about at Canberra got more experience than he probably should have last year, and I think it's going to pay dividends in the air. He's a real firebrand, a guy that I really like, Corey Horsburgh, a lot of talent there. Our next man from the Gold Coast Titans, one of my favorite Titans by far away, one of the most underrated footballers in the NRL is Brian Kelly. A ball and a seagull junior, um, made his way down the Manly a couple of years ago, looked really good there, has had a couple of defensive issues over the years, but as a guy with so much raw ability, it's not even funny. I said with about six weeks to go, I put up a post on my page. It was a bit rogue at the time that um, if Freddie picked up the phone and rang Brian Kelly, wouldn't let him down. Uh, copped a lot of stick for it. Then you saw over the last five or six weeks what this kid has got. If he was at the Roosters, he'd be a strike center in the NRL. I'll tell you that much. If Brian Kelly, for whatever reason, happens to land in Melbourne, watch out. He would set the world alight. I think he's going to do really good things at the Gold Coast Titans over the next few years. I would love to see one of the top franchises get a hold of him, though, because he's got so much ability that is untapped. It's ridiculous. Our next man, wow, I almost forgot this bloke existed. Dean Vare from the Penrith Panthers. Really was the forgotten man last year, wasn't he, in that Penrith Panthers run? I mean, you had Stephen Crichton emerge. You had Tyrone May emerge as a centre. Brenton Aiden emerge, and... Dean Vare, who was just Mr. Reliable at Penrith for so many years, it's like he just fell off the side of the earth. I'm not even sure if he's still there. I don't even know where he is. Is, is he in England? Is he still out at Penrith? I've got no idea. A guy with a lot of experience, and I think, you know, he's just almost been forgotten about. I, I'd have to do some research to tell you more about where Dean Vare is, but for a long time, a really strong defensive center. I remember... When he first came into the league, he was very underrated. The players appreciated him more than the fans. I've heard a lot of players say that he's one of the hardest guys to handle really strong. So I think he's a guy that's very underappreciated, Dean Vare. And just the music stopped this year at Penrith. And another guy that just didn't have a seat. Simple as that. Uh, coming up against the Penrith Panthers in the grand final this year was the Melbourne Storm. Um, I've got a podcast with Branko Lee dropping tomorrow. And he talks about this guy a lot, Felice Cafusi, the man inside him. He thinks he's the best second rower in the NRL. I mean, I I think there are guys with a higher ceiling, but just for getting the job down, Felice Cafusi is just an animal. You can just tell he just punches so far above his weight, has a red-hot crack. I mean, everyone wants to tell me that Viliami Kikau had a crap game in that grand final, mate. Put that down to the pressure Felice Cafusi put on him. He just went all chips in on him that night. Obviously, you know, if you're a second rower and the Melbourne Storm get a hold of you, 
that means you've made it. Yeah, that means you are a class second row. And I'm, I, I probably doubt Felice Cafusi will finish his career there. Just the track record of Melbourne, whether it be Ryan Hoffman, Kevin Proctor, Mick Crocker, whoever these guys are, they come in, they do a fantastic job for five to six years. Then normally Melbourne move them on and get a cheaper guy and turn him into a superstar as well. So it'll be, I think it'll be really interesting. Felice Cafusi's one that he could go to another club. And he might not reach the same heights, but he's going to get one hell of a paycheck because someone's going to pay overs to get a guy like him to their club. Obviously, a state of origin representative to a sensational footballer. Our last card in this 2020 elite pack is Adam Dwayhe from the South Sydney. Uh, sorry, from the West Tigers. Of course, he left the South Sydney Rabbitohs a couple of years ago. Look, people want to tell me Adam Dwayhe's a superstar. I, I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't see it. I, he's a goer. He's a really good goer. But I don't know what position he is. I honestly don't. I, I don't think he's a spine player. I, I don't. I People are telling me he's going to be a sensational 5'8". I don't see it. I don't think he could be a fullback. Personally, I think he'd be a fantastic center. I think he'd be a great 14. Um, whenever you say someone to be a good 14, people think you're having a crack at them. I'm, that's a genuine compliment to Adam Dwight. He can do a range of things well, but he doesn't do anything great for me. Dwight, he would be a fantastic 14 in a side. Having him next to Brooksy, it does really worry me. Um, I worry about his passing game. It's very slow, very mechanical. It looks like he's throwing a watermelon to me. I think he's going to get caught out a little bit this year at 5'8". And I don't know. It just seems to me that it's uh, it just doesn't fit for me. And I'm happy to be proven wrong. He's a real goer. I want him to be successful because he's one of those guys that there's fewer guys that try harder than Adam Dwayne. I've seen him come through the South system there in the juniors. Um, obviously, he's a Balmain junior originally as well, so it's good to see him back home there. He's a goer. He's just a lovely bloke too. From what I've gathered, I listened to a little bit of him on Bloke in a Bar's podcast, and he seemed like a champion. You saw him, uh, how emotional he was after that game this year, after the uh, explosion in Lebanon. So he seems like a real genuine guy. I'm just not sure if he can play in a spine. I just can't see a team winning a premiership with Adam Dwayne in their spine. As I said, a fantastic center, a fantastic 14. I think he could be a great Band-Aid guy, which there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, teams need those guys. But for me, I'm sorry, would he be a spine player in any of the top eight teams? Personally, I don't think so. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.